This podcast is sponsored by Armored. Have you ever wondered if you were strong enough to make it through a difficult situation? Don F. Landry was an award-winning and respected business professional who was suddenly propelled into the role of care coach for her husband, Darren, during three life-threatening major illnesses that Darren endured. To share her story, Dawn wrote Armored with honesty, transparency, and humor about how she was stretched and pressed into becoming a care coach, a result of her redefining the role of caregiver to one that better suited her and her husband. Armored is a memoir, a love story, and ultimately a practical leadership guide to managing crisis on your own terms. To order your copy of Armored, go to dawnflandry.com, that's D-A-W-N-F-L-A-N-D-R-Y.com. Use promo code FORWARD, that's the number 4-W-O-R-D, to save $10 off a $40 or more purchase. Offer ends January 31st, 2021. Welcome back to Work, Love, Pray, Real Talk, Grounded in Truth. I'm Jordan Johnstone. Are you starting out this year already tired? (laughs) Honestly, that's how I'm feeling. The past year, sure, I mean, I did a number on all of us, uh, and I think many of us probably feel a pretty heavy exhaustion after trudging through the last few months. Well, when you're feeling tired, you're feeling worn down, switching to a mindset of hope and positivity might just make you want to go take a nap uh, because it sounds like probably an extremely mentally taxing thing to do. So how can we be hopeful for this year? How can we muster the strength to step into 2021 with a goal of living victoriously for God, even if we feel defeated? My guest today is no stranger to having to find strength. Dawn F. Landry has spent over half of her 27-year career in Houston's corporate real estate industry, uh, excelling in business development and marketing leadership positions. Then she stretched and pressed into becoming a care coach for her husband through three major life-threatening illnesses. As a tenured business professional with no medical background uh, and limited maternal instincts, Dawn has had to redefine the role of caregiver to one that better suited her and her patient or her husband. Through these experiences, Dawn has concluded that everything we need to not only survive, but to overwhelmingly succeed in the darkest of times is already wired within us. So I think she can help shine a light on mustering the strength to hope, right? So Dawn, I'm so glad you're joining me today to just share more about your incredible story and, you know, just to talk to us about this idea of finding hope. Thank you, Jordan. I, it's no better way to kick off the new year, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since I gave you a super high level overview, uh, or I gave the listeners rather a super high level, what I'd love to have you share what has led you to where you are today. Um, and maybe just walk us through the different events in your life that you would say have really made you who you are. Yeah. Um, so here's where like at the foundation at the root of where I am is I'm a big dreamer. And so, um, growing up in South Louisiana in a very, very small town, I couldn't have envisioned this beautiful life that I have for myself, even with all of the challenges that we've gone through mm-hmm. in the past. Um, well, the, I mean, the entire, you know, 21 years of our relationship, but really in the past couple of years, especially. And so being that big dreamer, it really set the foundation for me in terms of just knowing that and living in gratitude of what what we have to look forward to. Kind of beyond that, um, like you, you touched upon, you know, my career is really founded and, 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 
and really rooted in who I am also. My company is Authenticity and it's named Authenticity because I really believe that you have to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. So when I started my company, actually in February, it's four years ago that I started my company. And so it's really kind of built upon your strengths and identifying your strengths. And then and only then can you achieve your business development goals. And so when my husband on a personal level, I, everything that I do and have done professionally really is applicable to our personal lives as well. And so, like you said, I am the most unintentional caregiver that you would ever want, you know, but God gave me this beautiful man who unfortunately has a lot of health issues, even though he takes really good care of himself. It's not like he's an 82 year old man either. He's, you know, he's young, he's 49 years old. And so he's, you know, worked out his entire life, but unfortunately has health issues. And so I just apply all of those those professional skills from a crisis management aspect of things to our personal life to kind of get us to the other side. Hmm. Well, and coming out of last year and we're, we're standing at the beginning of this brand new set of 12 months. I have a feeling that pretty much anyone listening right now is feeling very guarded, very, very timid about feeling hopeful for this year. And, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> I mentioned this in the previous podcast, I am definitely more of a pessimistic person. Uh, so, you know, it, personally, I, I'm not feeling super brave about, you know, dreaming for this year. I, I mean, how, how are you feeling about 2021? So I I don't consider myself so most people that are here for me I think that I may have you know in you know inhaled helium because I sound so happy right <laughs> but actually I think of myself as more of a realist than I do mm-hmm. either an optimist or a pessimist I just yeah. kind of look at what's in front of me yep. but really I think it's it's you can't have faith without hope. And so I am always hopeful. There's no way that I could envision the kind of year that 2020, um, you know, enveloped us all to to have. We, my husband had his stroke, which was the the last of his major health. He's he's also a stage four cancer survivor from 11 years ago, and so, but the stroke occurred in November of 2019. And so, little did I know when he made it home a few days before Christmas in 2019, and you know, the exhaustion that occurred in January of that year in terms of trying to figure out what the heck just happened to us. You know, I was so optimistic about 2020 and then kind of needle across the record in terms of March and and COVID and everything that had happened. Mm. So there's no way that you could have predicted the kind of year that 2020 was. So what gets me, um, really on the other side of everything is really looking at the blessings and choosing to be happy. You have to be intentional and accountable to that choice every single day because the enemy will creep in and say, well, why are you happy? Why would you have to be happy about you have this wrong and that wrong and this wrong? And I always look towards, okay, but somebody else has it worse off than, than worse off than we do. And not that I'm, I'm looking to that, but it's really looking to what do I have to be grateful for mm. today? And actually that is my word for the year for 2021 is just great, you know, gratitude overall. Yeah. Okay. So after going through all of the situations and all of the, I hate to call them trials, but I mean, it's probably what they feel like. But, you know, just going through everything that you've gone through, what did you do when you thought, I cannot possibly handle anymore? 
So I didn't get to this point in terms of being all gratitude and grateful and everything else <laughs> right out of the bat. And so, but I think it's every situation, every bat health battle that my husband has endured, every actually career battle that I've had overall has really kind of led me and armored me in this respect. Hmm. And so what I learned, you know, 11 years ago when Darren was diagnosed with cancer and I mean, he had surgery, he had six weeks worth of chemo, he had seven weeks worth of radiation. It was stage four cancer was very serious. And, and I was just so tired. Um, I learned that I can only think about today. And so, yeah. and I learned to ask for manna for the day. Mm. So asking God, what do I, you know, how can I get with the grace to get through today? And then thanking him for that particular day. The other thing that I really have leveraged um, through the stroke battle is my sisters in Christ. And so I'm in a forward Bible study that is here local in Houston. And those women, I mean, we celebrate the highs, but we're there with us, with one another in the lows. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes there were just no words because I was just so tired in the stroke battle. And all I had were the words, Lord, please. But I just knew that they were lifting me up. We had prayers all across the globe. But specifically, we had, we, I had just had these wonderful women that are my sisters in Christ that were there with me and for me during that time. Mm. How do you feel about the phrase, but for the grace of God, because I feel like that might have some resonance with you. It absolutely does. And so, um, so I believe that we get, th we get through the day with God's grace, yeah. but I also know that we have to have grace for ourselves. And yeah. so the inner thoughts in our mind, the devil use, he knows our, our playbook, right? And he mm -hmm. knows exactly how to get to us. And so, um, I mean, I know that I wasn't always nice to myself in my head, especially coming out of his stroke battle. Mm. And so it wasn't until I had some awareness about it and um, caught myself in the middle of those self-defeating thoughts. And I was like, no, I'm going to give myself the grace that I need. So it's grace by God, but it's also grace within ourselves, for ourselves, in terms of loving ourselves en enough to know of how we're speaking with one another and to give our, give, give yourself a little bit of credit for where you are and just, uh, you know, just know that you're going to get, you're going to get what you need out of it. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, and you know, for those who are scared to dream and have goals this year and are looking for that strength to hope again, what advice would you give them? So, um, I am hopeful for 21, um, but I, I'm hopeful every year I walk into a new year. It's just, um, it's, it's all fresh and new and it's a new start. It's a blank slate, right? But what I always do, especially when I get caught in terms of being afraid or, um, or, you know, worried overall is I stand on the memorial stones of knowing, but for the grace of God, I would not be where I am today. And so whatever those memorial stones look like for you, um, you know, they're all different, but it's just knowing that you can see God's hand in your life moving on your behalf, whatever it was overall. And it doesn't have to be the really, really big things. It can be the smaller things too. He likes for us to recognize 
those little things that he can do in our lives where he just can take away the worries. Mm -hmm. And just knowing if he did it for you in the past, he's going to come through in the future. Mm. Well, and as you all heard earlier, uh, you wrote a book called Armored. Um, And so I would love to have you talk through more like just the process for it. Like what were your dreams for it when you sat down to write it? And since it's released, I mean, how have you seen those dreams turn out? Well, um, it's been an amazing journey. And so I've had a dream to write a book for 20 years now. It did not, I, when I envisioned this in my late twenties, this was not going to be the book that I wrote. Little did I know <laughs> that my life was going to encounter, um, in the, in the last two decades. Yeah. However, um, when my husband was 100% paralyzed on his right side, and then I really, I watched him one Sunday morning after his stroke, wiggle his index finger, like literally his he willed his brain to, you know, force his index finger to wiggle for the first mm. time. And it was just the, one of the most miraculous thing. In fact, the most miraculous thing I've ever seen in mm. my lifetime. And I just kept, you know, just pouring these words into him that, you know, you're a child of God. You're here for a reason. People are watching. You're an overcomer. You're, you're redeemed. You're forgiven. All of these wonderful things. And I just kept telling him, you are here as an inspiration for other people to encourage people to get to the other side, whatever that might look like. And I just told him, I said, we're going to write a book and, um, and it's going to be the caregiver's perspective and the patient's perspective. And, um, and we came out of all of this in January. Like I said, my consulting business went to like slow to a halt in March. And so it really gave me the space to be able to write this, but he's not ready to tell his story yet. Mm. And so Armored was written from the, and I don't call myself a caregiver. I call myself more of a care coach. And so it involves advocating and being an ambassador and all the loving pieces of being a caregiver. Mm -hmm. But it's really being proactive in what you're doing and then also preparing your life because I always say that if you're not in a healthcare crisis with a loved one right now, let's face it, we're an aging population, whether it's your parent or your spouse or unfortunately sometimes your, your children, you need to prepare yourself in your life for it. And so that was what, what Armored originally was written for. God spoke to me and he told me. There are people that need to be inspired by this story. Little did I know that um, it, you know, it's a lot of times it's the people that are going through COVID right now and the yeah. losses and the, and what they're going through overall. So really, armored is me being obedient to God's word in terms of He put it in my heart, and so and I didn't even realize how quickly you could write a book. Um, I tell I tell people that actually do this for a living that I wrote 30,000 words in three weeks. And they were like, you did what? (laughs) (laughs) That was my, that was my reaction too. (laughs) And so, but the reality is, I mean, I wake up, she woke and she has a persona, Armored has a persona now, I call it a her, Mm -hmm. but uh, my book would wake me up at two o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. with just these incredible ideas that I just needed to get out. I don't yeah. know if I could ever do that again, nor would I want to. <laughs> but between April and October, we, you know, I figured out how to self-publish. I wrote, edited, was, you know, oversaw the design and, and managed all that piece of it. And we released on October 1st. 
and hit the bestseller, hit, uh, you know, Amazon bestseller very quickly and have sold, you know, sold here all over the country, but then also sold in the UK and have gotten great podcasts and exposure, um, both in traditional media as well as in social media. So I'm very, very grateful for this life because I keep reminding God, this is his book. He put it in my heart and he's, it's his, I'm following the breadcrumbs to kind of get it out there. Mm. Mm, yeah, when you when you told me how quickly that you did that, I went, "Wow, that that's God. That is just <laughs> that's only God." <laughs> it's true. Now you you mentioned earlier um, your word for twenty twenty one, which I think is just it's it's powerful. I mean, gratitude. You know, you are choosing gratitude, mm-hmm. and you know, I just I, let's talk about that a little more. And actually, I'd love to hear too. So, what was your word for twenty twenty? <laughs> So my word for, I always, and I said, not always, but for the last seven years, I've come about, about, you know, the October, November timeframe, a word finds me in terms mm-hmm. of what that word for the next year was going to be. Yeah. Little did I know, um, in October, November of last year, the word indeed came to me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so first, first Chronicles 4, 10, the story about the prayer of Jabez that mm-hmm. God would bless me indeed yeah. and enlarge my territory. I love that Bible verse. Yeah. And uh, it just resonates with me. And so I said, well, my word for 2020 is going to be indeed exclamation point. Mm-hmm. And so a friend of mine said, well, what does that word mean to you? And I said, it's just going to be magnified. 2020 mm-hmm. is going to be magnified in an amazing way. <laughs> and so went, oh boy, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I look into 21, I can just stand in just gratitude Mm -hmm. that, you know, we made it through, you know, we've gotten to this point, we have a lot to be grateful for. And, um, and it was just, first off is because we serve a big God and he was there for us really guiding and protecting us, um, that Jehovah Saba all along the way. But more than that, from, you know, personally and and professionally, really everything just kind of came together. And so where this new chapter is, I don't know. Like I said, I'm following the breadcrumbs and completely surrendered to what God has next. Mm. Well, as we wrap up, you know, I'd love to hear, is there anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with? So um, I just know that we all have internal strengths overall. And so we are all wired by God in certain ways. And so um, how I get to this point is completely different than how you're going to get to this point overall, Jordan, and, and your listeners as well. But really, it's really paying attention and getting quiet and listening to the Holy Spirit and the God whispers that, you know, are there to guide you overall. Mm-hmm. I know that um, those God whispers, when I pay attention to them, they're there for a reason, right? right. And so, um, so standing on those God whispers when you don't know, or even when you think you know, just to make sure that you, you know, as a, as a gut check to make sure that you're on the right track. And then ultimately remembering the memorial stones um, Mm -hmm. that you can just stand on, especially whenever you have a tendency to get worried. Um, For me, you know, it would be completely natural for me to be worried. I don't know what next year brings for me in my business. I've just been obedient in terms of this armored path overall. My, my, 
my actual business, my authenticity business, um, continues to do well. Um, not what it did, you know, before my husband's stroke, it continues to do well. So I'm just, you know, I'm really not worried because I'm going to continue to follow this path and really live by the mantra of I'm not going to worry until it's time to worry because 98, 99% of the things that I worry about don't even come to fruition. Mm. Well, I'm so glad you joined us for this conversation about learning to leverage your memorial stones for strength through any battle. To access resources and links for today's page or today's episode, just go to forwardwomen.org slash dawn. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org slash D-A-W-N. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe to Work, Love, Pray on your favorite listening platform and leave a review to let us know what you think of the podcast. Your feedback is greatly appreciated and will continue to help forward host conversations you're interested in listening to. As you move forward on your journey to work, love, and pray well, don't forget to make time for real talk grounded in truth.